Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Heroes at Arlington National Cemetery. I'm Stetson Miller. Lots of ways to celebrate Hanukkah in our area. We'll tell you some of them. I'm Shana Stulen. A gift in the spirit of the holidays will help a lot of families. This is Kyle Cooper. It's 3 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. North Korea has apparently fired two more ballistic missiles, once again rattling its neighbors. That report comes from South Korea's Joint Chief of Staff, but with little in the way of details. The launch comes three days after North Korea said it tested a high-thrust solid fuel motor for a new strategic weapon, something that could lead to a more mobile, harder-to-find arsenal of intercontinental ballistic missiles that could reach the U.S. North Korea has test-fired a barrage of nuclear-capable ballistic missiles, including a its longest range, liquid-fueled Hwasong-17 ICBM, which is designed to carry multiple warheads. Peter King, CBS News. The eyes of hundreds of millions of people will be on the Gulf state of Qatar about seven hours from now. That's when France defends its World Cup title from four years ago against South American powerhouse Argentina. CBS sports writer Ben Jacobs. What we are seeing in the build-up to this final is two teams that just know how to win. And from Argentina's perspective, they were on a 36-game unbeaten run heading into the final. And from France's perspective, they've got that World Cup know-how because they won the trophy four years ago. That, of course, in what the rest of the world calls football, but we call soccer. Now, in what we call football, some National Football League history made in the game between the Vikings and the Colts. The Vikes from 33 points down to the biggest comeback ever, 39-36. Noah Eagle calling it on the NFL Network. And the kick is good. It's It's a winner at U.S. Bank Stadium. And the Vikings are kings of the north once again. With the mayor of El Paso declaring a state of emergency as the Texas border city tries to deal with the many migrants already there and many more on the way, a Trump-era rule that kept some migrants in Mexico pending review is now set to expire midweek. That is, unless the Supreme Court agrees with Republican-led states trying to prevent it. Whether the old approach of the Trump administration will apply or Biden's immigration procedures will be in place, we'll find that out when we just find out if the Supreme court is going to delay the termination. Legal analyst Lori Levinson. Super Saturday of big pre-holiday shopping is now over on this last full weekend before Christmas. Retailers starting to discount unsold merchandise. Consumers definitely becoming uh, more cautious. People are more uh, cash and credit constrained than any time in the last 20 years. Uh, credit card debt's gone up uh, 15% since same time last year. Analyst Bert Flickinger, this is CBS News. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. It's 3.03, Sunday, December 18th, 2022. The high today, 39. morning. I'm Stephanie Gaines Bryant. The top local stories we're following this hour. Just a few days after Jewish students, student leaders rather, at the Walt Whitman High School in Bethesda led a talk on combating anti-Semitism 
the words Jews Not Welcome were found scrawled on a school sign. Principal Robert Dodd is calling the discovery of the graffiti hurtful and says it won't be tolerated. The principal sent a letter to parents encouraging parents to talk to their kids about respecting and showing acceptance to all people. He warned if one of their students is found to be behind the crime, they will face school disciplinary action and be referred to police. The police chief says given the spike in anti-Semitism, they're increasing patrols in neighborhoods, and a special investigator has been assigned to this case looking for images of suspects. They are encouraging anyone with information to contact them. Jenny Glick, WTOP News. There's an election coming up in Virginia that could help determine the outcome of the state's debate over abortion. As Governor Glenn Youngkin has expressed support for a ban on abortions after 15 weeks of pregnancy. Stakes are high for both sides of the abortion issue in a Virginia special election that's set for January 10th between Democrat Aaron Rouse and Republican Kevin Adams. The winner replaces outgoing Republican State Senator Jen Kiggins, who was just elected to Congress, Republicans hope to hold on to the seat, but Democrats will be trying hard to flip it because Democrats have a 21 to 19 majority in the Virginia Senate right now. And that's so slim that if there were to be a tie on abortion legislation, the tie could be broken by Lieutenant Governor Winsome Earl Sears. She has said she supports abortion restrictions. Let's not kid ourselves. These are human beings we're talking about. Let's let the child live. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Thousands of volunteers were at Arlington National Cemetery yesterday for wreaths across America to honor those who fought for our country and our nation's fallen heroes. Many people laid wreaths on headstones at Arlington National Cemetery on Saturday to not only remember the person buried, but to honor their families and teach the next generation the cost of freedom. Karen Wooster is the director of Wreaths Across America, the organization that puts together wreath-laying events nationwide. She says they placed about 2.7 million of them with the help of volunteers. I feel like it's an honor to do something for the veterans. One of them was Ben Small, who came with his son Gus from Falls Church. How did it feel when you were placing that wreath on some of these graves? I feel, um, I feel delighted and I feel grateful. At Arlington National Cemetery, Stetson Miller, WTOP News. The Jewish holiday of Hanukkah begins this Sunday evening. There are plenty of ways to celebrate the festival of lights in our area. For family fun, there'll be the National Menorah Lighting in front of the White House to kick off the holiday. It's free, but you'll need to make a reservation. Or you and your kids can strap on a pair of ice skates for Hanukkah and ice at National Landing. You can pick up Hanukkah treats like latkes or jelly donuts at a number of eateries, including DC's Bread First and the Call Your Mother Bagel Chain. For those of you over 21, the Ivy and Coney Bar in Shaw will be all decked out for Hanukkah. They'll have nightly menorah lighting there as well. The holiday lasts eight nights, so you'll have plenty of time to celebrate. Shane Estulin, WTOP News. An amazing donation has been made that's going to help a lot of needy people in our area. An anonymous donor has given Metro cards. Nearly $10,000 in transit cards. Montgomery County Council President Evan Glass says 33 low-income families will get cards of $300 each. Why did the donor do it? Uh, yeah, this is the holiday season, and it's a time to give back. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. Each family is living on less than $28,000. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, why you should keep your natural Christmas tree hydrated. The YMCA is just a starting line. For the true self blooms only when we find our purpose, what makes us tick below the surface. 
Why is the before work hustle an after school home? A section of my block, a corner to call my own. With my why, I stand strong, seen and supported all along. It's a million faces in a mirror and everyone belongs. Find your why. Join today at YMCA.org for a better us. Look out world, we're getting strong. The future's here and we Learn more at She Can STEM. A message brought to you by the Ad Council. It's 3.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s to Ian Crawford in the WTOP Traffic Center. Yeah, you knew the quiet was just too good to last. We start in the district, Southeast Southwest Freeway. All traffic eastbound or northbound, depending on your viewpoint on I-395, being stuffed into the Third Street Tunnel. That will head northbound. What lies beyond crash and probably an investigation near the ramp for South Capitol Street. Nothing eastbound beyond the Third Street Tunnel. And I see a lot of people getting very confused by all this. Line it up to the right in a column of two to get into the tunnel. And everyone will be back on their way. We may have some, hopefully we haven't had any uh, residual crashes in that backup. Again, on the southeast-southwest freeway, all traffic eastbound diverts into the Third Street Tunnel. In Virginia, crash activity, 95 northbound on uh, near the Prince William Parkway. That now over on the right shoulder, not much of a factor. What is more of a factor, ever so slightly, is going to be 66 westbound. It is in that long ramp lane that leads you up to Sycamore Street, exit 69. The right lane blocked briefly by the crash activity. You are able to get around it and then line yourself up for that ramp at exit 69 without any problem, but with a great deal of caution. The rest of 66 is good. No work zones overnight. Maryland 95, BW Parkway 270, nice and quiet with no lingering delays. 50 across the Bay Bridge. We're still doing two-way traffic on the eastbound span without delay. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. Bundle up. Temperatures rise into the low 40s, but it feels much colder. Wind gusts could hit 20-plus miles per hour. Temperatures will drop into the 20s overnight, and the winds stay up through Sunday night and into Monday. High temperatures on Monday will be in the low 40s, sunny conditions, plenty of sunshine on Tuesday. Highs on Tuesday will be in the low to mid 40s, and Wednesday, mostly sunny, mid to upper 40s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. 40 degrees outside the WTOP studios brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 310. Are you watering your Christmas tree enough? If not, it could pose a huge fire risk. Students and faculty at the University of Maryland are demonstrating just how fast an unwatered tree can go up. That's not the sound of chestnuts roasting on an open fire. It's the sound of an unwatered tree going up in flames in less than 10 seconds. Pine needles are really good at 
catching on fire. Leora Mervis, a senior studying fire dynamics here at the University of Maryland, says water is critical. Water, it kind of takes out that heat, so it doesn't allow the fire to keep going or even start at all in the case of the tree that's been watered really well. The water tree didn't even fully burn, and it took about a minute and a half to really catch fire. So give it eight cups of water a day. Maybe not that much, but give it plenty so you don't burn your house down. In College Park, Luke Luger, WTOP News. Attending seasonal festivities, there are ways to reduce the risk you might over-imbibe on alcoholic holiday cheer. Water is your friend. Enjoy a cocktail, but then have a non-alcoholic beverage. Kathleen Zellman is a registered dietitian, nutritionist, and advisor to the Distilled Spirits Council. It hydrates you. It's going to make you feel better in the morning. It stalls that next cocktail or drink. And if you're going out and might imbibe, even if you know there'll be food, Zellman says you might want to have a little something before heading out. Eat food with your alcohol because alcohol on an empty stomach is, um, is much more likely to go right to your head. Christy King, WTOP News. A greasy thief caught in the act in St. Mary's County. While conducting a routine check at the Lexington Village Shopping Center in Lexington Park, Early Wednesday morning, a sheriff's deputy came upon a suspicious suspect in a vehicle behind the Golden Chicken Restaurant. Hamsel Lugo Peralta of Silver Spring told the deputy that he was taking used oil from the Valley Proteins dumpster at the rear of the business. Another dumpster behind a nearby pizza bowly had been had two locks broken. Peralta said he was able to open up the top of the dumpster, insert a hose and suck the grease out into a 330-gallon container inside his vehicle. Peralta was attempting to breach the dumpster behind Golden Chicken when he was caught by deputies. The used grease in two 330-gallon tanks in the vehicle would be worth an estimated $3,000 after sale, according to police. Coming up, I'll look at sports with Frank Hanrahan, 313. Kids across America are going to school hungry. Millions of kids every day. Hungry kids get sick more often and can struggle in school. It can be harder for them to focus and learn. But one simple thing can help change all of this for a hungry child in America. Good healthy food and the energy it brings. With help from caring people across America, No Kid Hungry is providing healthy meals and hope to hungry kids so they can build better futures. We want to ensure that all of our kids have healthy meals every day. Thank you. Thank you for helping feed our kids. To learn more about ending child hunger in America, go to helpnokidhungry.org today. At United Bank, the community bank of the nation's capital, we know the financial decisions you're making to keep your families and future secure. With a long history of safe, sound, relationship-driven banking practices, we provide our customers with peace of mind protection. We offer the best of both worlds, the technology, products, and expertise you expect from a big bank, but with the personal touch and local decision-making only a local community bank delivers. Learn more at bankwithunited.com. Member FDIC. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Now to Frank Hanrahan. 
Solid team effort and team win for the Washington Capitals. 5-2 over the Toronto Maple Leafs. Alexander Ovechkin did not score. He's still at 800 for his storied career. But Eric Gustafson had a hat trick. First three goals of the year. Garnet Hathaway, Trevor Van Riemsdyk, also goals for the Capitals. Who beat Toronto 5-2. Caps have won six of their last seven. NFL wild one in the snow in Buffalo as the Bills get a late field goal and knock off the Miami Dolphins 32-29. Ravens fall the Browns 13-3. Largest comeback in NFL history saw Minnesota down 33-zip. Comes all the way back, beats the Colts 39-36 in overtime. And with the win, the Vikings clinch the NFC North title. Commanders get the uh, New York Giants later on tonight as that'll be at FedEx Field. Both teams 7-5-1. and one. Big NFC East tilt. Wizards lost their ninth straight game on Saturday at the LA Clippers 102-93. They visit the LA Lakers later on tonight. Devin Booker scored 58 points. Suns beat the Pelicans 118-114. College Hoops, Virginia Falls to Houston 69-61. George Mason, Virginia Tech picking up wins. World Cup final all set for this morning at 10 a.m. It is France versus Argentina. A Frank Hanran, WTOP Sports. It's 316. A new study finds nearly half of U.S. teens have been bullied or harassed online. The Pew Research Center study finds that the rise of smartphones and social media has contributed to a rise in aggressive behavior. 46% of U.S. teens report ever experiencing one of six bullying behaviors in a survey. 15 to 17-year-old girls are the group most likely experiencing more than one of the behaviors. The most commonly reported behavior in the survey was name-calling with 32% of teens saying they have been called uh, an offensive name online or on their cell phone. Coming up after traffic and weather, the top stories we're following for you this hour. The House January 6th committee will meet this week to finalize its work investigating the Capitol riot. More on what they're expected to do in that session coming up. Volunteers honored veterans at Arlington National Cemetery Saturday in a special holiday tradition. Thousands of migrants are moving toward the U.S.-Mexico border, waiting for a Trump-era policy to expire. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. Traffic and weather on the 8th to Ian Crawford in the WTOP Traffic Center. And right back to the district, a lot of people getting surprised by this as they come on the Southwest Freeway, I-395 across the 14th Street Bridge into the district and across the Case Bridge passing Main Avenue. You will see the flashing lights in the distance over on the left. Pay attention to them. Get over to the right in a column of two. Crash activity beyond the Third Street Tunnel has the freeway blocked eastbound. So everyone is being sent northbound into the Third Street Tunnel. You'll have to ride that to New York Avenue or some other point where you can start making your way toward Northeast D.C. to access the 295s if that is your route of choice. Again, a lot of people getting fooled by this. Line it up to the right in a column of two to get past, to get in, to get around the diversion and into the Third Street Tunnel. In Virginia, on I-95, the earlier crash near the Prince William Parkway, now a thing of the past. All lanes have been reopened. 66 westbound in the long ramp lane for Sycamore Street. That ramp lane part blocked it for a small time. By crash activity, you are able to get around it easily and then get over to the right and line yourself up for the ramps at exit 69. 
Elsewhere on 66, we are good. 395, no reported delays. In Maryland, 95 and the BW Parkway between the beltways running without incident or delay. On 270, no reported issues pending between Frederick and the Lane Divide. 50 across the Bay Bridge, no reported issues getting across the Bay Bridge. Everyone using the eastbound span with one lane in each direction to and from the shore. Through Annapolis, maybe a little slowing as you approach the ramps for I-97. But other than that, no delays as you make your way between the Bay Bridge and the Beltway. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. Temperatures will continue to climb into the low 40s this afternoon. It is going to be a chilly day, though. Winds gusting upwards of 20 miles per hour, making it feel even colder than it actually is. For your Monday, high temperatures will peak in the low 40s. Again, another breezy day. Plenty of sunshine for your Monday. Tuesday, mostly sunny with highs in the low to mid 40s. By Wednesday, highs are in the mid to upper 40s with a good amount of sunshine breaking through. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. 40 degrees outside the WTOP studios brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, we'll talk about the silent killer that caused the death of a beloved sports journalist. It's 320. This is a message from the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. If you were exposed to toxic substances while serving in the military, a new law called the PACT Act may make you eligible for additional benefits and care. The PACT Act benefits veterans of the Vietnam era, Gulf War era, and post 9-11 era who were exposed to toxic fumes, burn pits, Agent Orange, radiation, and other environmental hazards. Survivors of toxic exposed veterans and veterans who served in specific countries in Africa, the Middle East, and Southwest Asia are also potentially eligible. Learn more about the PACT Act by going to va.gov slash PACT or by calling 1-800-MY-VA-411. We at VA are here for you, and we're ready to get you the care and benefits you've earned and deserve. I'm Mike Richmond. In 2022, Oxfam will fight inequality to create a future of equal rights and equal treatment so that everyone can thrive, not just survive. At OxfamAmerica.org, learn how you can offer life-saving support to people experiencing crises right now while working to tackle the root causes of poverty and injustice for the long term. Together, let's make equality a reality at OxfamAmerica.org. Sponsored by Oxfam America. This is WTOP News. It's 322. Doctors blame an undiagnosed aortic aneurysm for the sudden death of sports journalist Grant Wall last week after he collapsed at a World Cup match in Qatar. What's more, many people don't know they're at risk for the condition. Unfortunately, aortic aneurysm is asymptomatic. That's why it's called a silent killer. Dr. Ramesh Mazari, a cardiologist and professor at George Washington University, says several risk factors can lead to aneurysms. It's more common in men than women. Uh, patients with high blood pressure and history of smoking are at risk. And if you have a family history of the condition, which weakens the walls of the aorta until it bursts, get a screening. Unfortunately, a lot of times these are just incidental findings. You go and get a CT scan for something else and they tell you that you have a uh, 
uh, an aneurysm. And that's, you're lucky if that happens to you. Gigi Barnett, WTOP News. Much of the country is facing a triple threat of flu, RSV, and COVID. Last week, the U.S. recorded 100 million COVID cases since the start of the pandemic. CBS News correspondent Michael George reports. The CDC estimates there have already been 15 million flu cases, with nearly every part of the country reporting high or very high levels. This is the season. It's hitting hard and early. Some have reported difficulty finding cold and flu medicine and children's painkillers. COVID cases are also surging, though not as high as last year. The White House is once again providing Americans with free tests at covidtest.gov. We preserved the tests so we could have them on hand for exactly this moment. RSV hospitalizations remain high, putting a strain on hospitals. The Maryland Film Festival announced Friday it's postponing its 2023 festival, but it will resume operations in 2024 after it has time to, quote-unquote, recalibrate its business model amid major changes in the film industry. And it said in 2024, the spring event will be a memorable 25th anniversary celebration. The Film Festival Board said over the next year it will focus on developing a new business model and plan that will sustain the organization over the long term. As part of the decision, the Parkway Theater will pause screenings and programs and events in early 2023. A woman is in the hospital after a fire in northeast D.C. D.C. Fire and EMS say it happened around 5 yesterday evening at the in the 3400 block of Clay Street. The fire was at the second floor of the home. Two people have been displaced with one woman taken to the hospital with life-threatening injuries. About 50 firefighters assisted in the effort. Fire investigators are trying to determine the cause of the blaze. Money news at 25 and 55. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. This holiday season, consumers are still spending, with the National Retail Federation expecting sales to grow by as much as 8% from a year ago. But even with inflation softening, it's still high. And with uncertainty about the economy, a lot of holiday shoppers have been looking for sales and discounts. In this holiday shopping season, consumers are more promotional-based than we've seen certainly in the last two holiday seasons. That's Michelle Meyer, chief economist at the MasterCard Economics Institute, who told Bloomberg consumers are being more careful about where they spend their money and what they're spending it on. But even with high prices and high borrowing costs, Americans are still buying. The consumer has purchasing power. They've had purchasing power throughout the year. And I think people underestimated the resolve of the U.S. consumer to spend, the desire to spend, and the ability to spend. And that's still here. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Tom Busby on WTOP. Coming up after traffic and weather, Japan has responded to North Korea's latest missile launch. And in just a few hours, Argentina and France will meet in the World Cup. And a coalition of Republican-led states is seeking to delay the lifting of a Trump-era policy, allowing U.S. officials to expel migrants crossing the border. 326. Hi, Sarah. I'm sorry I'm late. The traffic is crazy. Yeah, it is. And it doesn't help that gas prices have skyrocketed. I can't believe how much it costs for gas now. Everyone's talking about how much gas is, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app and I get cash.